podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Tennis Unfiltered with me, James Gray of inews.co.uk and the iNewspaper with your daily update from Wimbledon. Um, it is later than I care to even remind myself after a long old day at SW19. Um, I'm going to have a little look back on the day. It's not going to be a hugely long one today because tomorrow is going to be a hugely long day. I do have a little treat for you at the end of the podcast. I've uh, clipped up a a nice little piece from an interview that I did with Grigor Dimitrov, uh, who was kind enough to speak to me about all manner of things. We talked about his career, but we also talked about Carlos Alcaraz, which I thought was particularly interesting. Uh, Dimitrov has played Carlos Alcaraz three times in the last nine months uh, on indoor courts, on outdoor clay courts, and on grass at Queen's, of course. And so I thought he would be quite a good man to sit down with and chat a bit about the world number one. As I say, we talked about lots of other things, but you're going to hear him talking about uh, Carlos Alcaraz. And that's coming up uh, in a few minutes. But first, I wanted to look back at day three at Wimbledon, uh, Wednesday, a day when they scheduled 87 singles matches, which I'm told is a would have been a record had they got all of them in. Uh, the doubles was postponed by a day. Uh, Calvin's uh, pair, Luke Johnson and Julian Cash, are getting underway tomorrow, Thursday, instead of Wednesday. But anyway, more of that later. Uh, but yeah, it would have been an unbelievably busy day, uh, but for the fact that rain interrupted early on, which meant they actually ended up cancelling about 17 matches. There is still a pretty significant chunk of the first round that hasn't been completed, which seems slightly bizarre when you consider that you know the likes of Iga Svantec and Daria Kasatkina and um, Novak Djokovic are already into the third round. But that is just one of the foibles of the schedule and of the roof, of course. If you're a top player and you get put onto courts with a roof, then you end up ahead of everyone else. And that is what has happened for the likes of Novak Djokovic and Iga Svantec, both of whom won today on centre court with relative ease. Shontek, I would say, a little more than Djokovic. She won for the loss of just two games, which is the exact same result that Daria Kasatkina achieved, albeit she was 6-love, six 6-2, six and Shontek was 6-2, six 6-love. Six uh, Jodie Burridge, uh, I hesitate to say outclassed. She said that Kasatkina is a nightmare opponent for her just because she makes so many balls, and Jodie's quite an aggressive player, and... You know, she she freely admitted that she did not play her best tennis in that opening bagel set. Uh, and she, I hope and think, will be better for the experience that she went through there, having been on centre court for the first time. She had the last time she was on centre court at all uh, was when she was watching Katie Bolter there last year. Uh, and she won, actually, against Pliskova, I think I'm right in saying. So it was obviously quite a serious experience for her to come back. Um, and play herself she she walked out with a massive grin on her face which I really liked and I kind of admired the fact that she wasn't you know trying to play it cool or trying to stay really you know really intense um the problem is if you do that you do kind of have to back it up and you know frankly again don't think she would mind me saying this she didn't in terms of level in that first set so um yeah maybe next time she'll come out and be all steely faced but she knows what it's like on center now she knows what it's like to play tennis in front of David Beckham and cope with the potential distraction of, of that. So, um, yeah, as I say, she'll be up inside the top 100 nevertheless. 
um, assuming she didn't get overtaken in the next 10 days, which I think she was up at 93 in the live ranking, so more than likely I would suggest uh, she will find herself a top 100 player for the first time uh, after Wimbledon, which would be very well deserved indeed. She's come pretty close a couple of times, you know, one went away on multiple occasions, and uh, by all accounts she's a pretty hard worker, um, and so I think thoroughly deserves it. But yeah, she she played on centre on a day when the three matches that were originally scheduled on centre all went in straight sets and all went with the form book. No real challenge for Novak Djokovic from Jordan Thompson, who I thought might trouble him a bit more than he did. I mean, he did hit 21 aces across the match. I think he hit 37 in his two matches, but he did not even have a single break point opportunity. I mean... <laughs> Novak said afterwards, you know, he deserves a big round of applause and he had opportunities. Uh, well, you know, sure, 30 all is an opportunity, I suppose, but it's an opportunity to create an opportunity rather than anything else. And uh, in that sense, Thompson had very, very few actual opportunities. Uh, none, you could argue. Uh, the tie break in the second set was as close as he got, and we know what happens when Novak Djokovic gets into a tie break. He wins. 80% of the time, I think, in the last uh, year, he wins. His tie record is absolutely stellar. Um, it really is just remarkable. Uh, but yes, I mean, he's through. Um, he, I mean, it's hard to see him losing to anyone anytime soon. He'll either face Stan Wawrinka or Thomas Martin Echeverry in the third round. You wouldn't expect either of them, who, who will also have to play on Thursday while Djokovic will have had the day off. So they will be a bit less fresh for that. I'm struggling to see anyone stopping him in his half again. Um, as we said, I think, two days ago. It's just going to... The Novak Djokovic show rolls on. Um, it was a similar story on number one court as well, uh, where all the scheduled matches went in straight sets. Arthur Ferry played well and serve and volleyed a lot against Dino Medvedev which was the only way he was going to have a chance but he went down in straight sets so did Heather Watson another break gone um, Katie Bolter is now the only British woman left standing more of her match in a moment and Yannick Sinner beat Diego Schwartzman 7-5-6-1-6-2 so yeah you could look at the schedulers and say has everyone got enough bang for their buck on those two quite expensive courts I don't know frankly but we shall see uh, whether people who went agree let us know if you went to center on one today on wednesday then yeah let us know drop us an email tennisunfiltered at gmail.com or uh, at unfiltered tennis on twitter would really like to hear from you if you were at wimbledon on wednesday on the main courts and and whether you enjoyed what you saw i know that sometimes as kind of tennis cognoscenti we we can become a bit immune to matches that just because they're straight sets are still tremendously entertaining. Um, anyway, that really wasn't the story of today, was it? I've, I've tried to stick to tennis for long enough, but the reality was the story was just stop oil. Uh, just after ten past two, uh, two individuals, uh, both in their 60s, one man, one woman, burst onto court 18, where Grigor Dimitrov um, was a set-up, and deposited a load of orange confetti and jigsaw puzzle pieces on the court uh they were obviously arrested and charged on arrested on suspicion i should say of 
aggravated trespass and criminal damage. The cleanup was pretty quick, and, and it actually started raining about... Uh, no, sorry, absolutely didn't. It had stopped raining. Anyway, point was, cleanup didn't take very long. It, it was, you know, five, maybe maybe ten minutes, and in fact it did start raining. I now recall, having got my facts straight, almost immediately afterwards, so they had to bring the covers on. Um, the There were some funny things about it. The confetti had been hidden in this jigsaw box. It was a jigsaw puzzle of Centre Court, specifically depicting Roger Federer and Dusan Lejovic uh, contesting a match on the centre, as I uh, pointed out on Twitter. And Dusan Lejovic actually replied and said, probably my greatest Wimbledon achievement, which uh, really made me laugh. I don't know whether he meant the match that was depicted or... You know, getting his uh, getting his image onto court 18 in the uh, in the name of climate change. Either way, quite funny. Um, probably, I mean, I was going to say probably not if you were a fan on court 18, but given that it probably meant you missed out on about four minutes for tennis at most, um, probably didn't make much of a difference. And then they did it again, two and a half hours later. Someone else ran on, uh, William Thomas Ward, William John Ward, I think his name was, another um, retired person, uh, an engineer, I believe, civil engineer, and uh, yeah, he pulled the same trick with jigsaw piece puzzles and um, orange confetti, zero damage to the court. Uh, not great, because, like, I, I had a bit of a problem with this one, because it was 2-4 in the first set tiebreaker, like, Bolter versus Savile. That's a pretty brutal moment to do that. You know, like, I think in the Dimitrov match, it was, like, one love in the second set. And it's like, well, you know, if you're going to do that and, you know, the rights and wrongs of it, we can debate. I can't really be bothered to, especially on my own. Um, but if you're going to do that, I think try and pick a more inconsequential moment. You're still going to get all the publicity and PR and the conversation is still going to be had. But I think by doing it at this that kind of really pivotal moment, you sort of just just risk people saying, well, actually, that's really unfair on the players um, who didn't choose this. So as it was, Bolter uh, came out and won the next five points in the first set and then the second set and won in straight sets. Um, Savile didn't, Darius Savile didn't really blame the protesters particularly. You know, she was a little bit pissed off, as, as I imagine you might be, but she was like, well, you know, I play. I didn't play well uh, after that, and that's that's kind of on me. So, um, yeah, to an extent, credit to her for that. Um, yeah. So, and that was kind of the story of the day. Uh, what are Wimbledon going to do about it? You will remember that Wimbledon already upped their security to try and stop this kind of thing. They, you could argue, have failed. I asked a number of times, what Wimbledon going to do about it? Nothing was the answer that came back. Um, they 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 have their security measures, they have the plan, and they are sticking to it. Make of that what you will. I I I wasn't very impressed. I thought I thought it was such an easy thing to do. Christ, even if it wasn't true, you want to at least put out the message and the image that you are beefing up security after this incident. But nope, they just said we're very disappointed and we're still reviewing things. But I don't think that means... I don't think they're going to do anything. But, you know, personally. 
Otherwise, they would at least give us a direction of travel. And the direction of travel was not forwards or upwards. It just felt like classic Wimbledon ploughing on with exactly what they've done before. So there you have it. That's that's what went on at Wednesday at Wimbledon. Uh, Grigor Dimitrov is a few minutes away. Uh, order of play for Thursday is out. Uh, Murray versus Sitsipas, clearly the highlight here. Uh, Brody versus Rude also on centre. But yeah, tea time tomorrow, 5 o'clock. Andy Murray versus Stefan Sitsipas. Murray spoke to uh, reporters earlier this week and said that Toilet Gate is behind them, that he's made up with uh, Sitsipas after their rather contentious sorry for yawning at you um they're rather contentious five setter in new york a couple of years ago he says they they get on now and uh yeah they'll just be moving on it's his his first ever match on center court which really surprised me when i heard that um but i suppose he just hasn't played that many matches because he didn't win that many matches um, the women's match on centre tomorrow is Elise Cornet against Elena Rabakina, the giant killer Elise Cornet. Don't rule her out of beating Elena Rabakina. You heard it here first. Uh, a couple of other really good matches. I like Sloane Stevens versus Donna Vekic on number one court. Rublev Karatsev could be a lot of fun on number two. Second on there. Similarly, Collins against Bencic. Even Medvedev Manorino, I think, probably has quite a lot to it, to be quite frank. Number two court, great place to be tomorrow um leila fernandez caroline garcia looks like fun as well maybe, maybe even Ivashka dimitrov uh, all we really can hope for is decent weather and then we can at least try and clear a backlog of matches uh luke johnson julian cash as i mentioned earlier finally getting on tomorrow court six fourth on so probably you know early evening late afternoon if you are there do pop along court six one of them Nice ones with a little picnic benches next to it. Bit of a laugh. Um, and doubles always great to watch. And, and Jules and Luca really good, quite, quite frankly. Taking on the Argentinian pair of Gonzalez and Moltini. Big big challenge for them, but I know they'll be looking forward to it. And, uh, you yeah, know, they'll back themselves. And why not? Anyway, that's all from me. Uh, you'll hear my voice in a slightly different context next. And after that, it'll be Grigor Dimitrov. Let me ask you about okay. Carlos because you play, obviously played him at Queens. You've now played him on clay, grass, and indoors. Um, I guess the obvious. I mean, I was going to ask you what's the toughest surface to play him on. I mean, clay is the obvious one, right? But mm-hmm. were you surprised by how easily he seems to have got onto the grass and just nailed it? Mm, to, to be honest, from my perspective, no, not at all. Uh, it's a, it's a very, he's already a very complete player mm. you know and one other thing is he can the only thing is he can in a way he can only get better from now on so i think that's probably the scary part for all that the generation have to play him for another 10 years <laughs> that could be you yeah potentially i'm not sure he can for me. He's gonna, <laughs> hey venus is 43 she's here true 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 <laughs> How, however for me it's it's um you know it's a it's um obviously i've never put a cap on that uh but also there's other things that I would like to do by a certain time as well. So, who knows? Mm. You might be right. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it's a, it's a, for me. It's, honestly, it was very interesting to play him in all the surfaces, mm. and I've learned I think a lot even myself. Um, this is I think third or fourth generation against players already that are that are upcoming that I'm playing against, mm. and it's interesting for me to to experience um, the game on different surfaces and. 
uh, for me I've learned things uh, which I was not sure I, w- I could actually see them until I actually played them myself mm. so but as I said also like you know everyone's got their own weaknesses um, and uh, I would say every player does mm. it doesn't matter it might be Novak might be Roger Rafferty we all have um, and in a way I just think that a lot of maybe a lot of players at the moment don't see it enough um, and it's th- yeah, which I understand is very tough to see right now <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's the I think that's the that's the thing uh, but um, is for me I'm, I'm very in a way like excited to, to to watch him unfold like a little bit like yeah. in the next in the next upcoming years because I mean already what is it like 20 already has like 10 titles and only like huge titles um, you mm. know already a slam so there's like so much that had already been like collect so to speak um so the rest i think is going to be really on him i mean i think he has a, a great team that surrounds him at the moment great everybody's i think amazing also he's he's extremely nice i'd say kid mm, yeah yeah <laughs> now i can say kid you know <laughs> so uh he's you know extremely nice kid very respectful um you know respects everyone outside the locker room and uh, even during the match, like it's, it's it's good to have that, and I think for sure tennis uh, tennis needs that as yeah. well. Um, but I think I think he can definitely lead up the field for sure for for some time. Does it? Um, so you say he ha- everyone has weaknesses. Mm-hmm. You, you think you know his weaknesses? Do you, do you think if you had that match again, you know what you would do? Do you think you've worked it out? Uh, no, I don't want to say like yeah, this is his particular weakness. But I, I let's just say I've seen some, let's say some cracks, or let's not just not say weakness because it's a different. Let's say some cracks in the game that sure. potentially can work. Into, opportunities, yeah, opportunities that that uh, it, it you can explore. And and I think for me also, for example, the past two matches I played against him, I was up a break on all the two matches. Like I, and and I broke him on a couple of occasions, mm. especially in the second set, lead up to that, but. Again, you know, he's he's also playing a very fearless game at the moment, and I think that that also creates a lot of pressure for the players on the other end. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it could be fifteen or fifteen thirty. You know that the ball is going to come with some sort of interest. So that's a um, that's a very very you know taxing way to play the sport. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm very curious to see what's going to be in the future, how he's going to unfold that part of the game. Um, because also to stay that intense through such a long period of time throughout, throughout the match is not one of the easiest things mm. that a player can do. So uh, I, I'm, I'm not saying I'm going to beat him the next match I play. No, I'm not saying that. However, I feel like there's there's things that I've learned and could potentially rattle him more, and you never know. Mm. So that's why I think this this part, and yeah, I would love to keep on playing, honestly, against him. I, I And also I learn a lot about my game. Sports Social Podcast Network.